2: You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court appoint one for you. Do you understand your rights? or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims. My descriptions of the crime scenes what I saw with my own two eyes. If you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast, and, y'all, this has been a long series. I guess we're like five or six weeks in now. I don't even know because I've been recording it. Um, Back-to-back marathon session, if you will. But it's a lot. The name of the series is hashtag justice for Kimberly Womack. And if you haven't by now, please go share it everywhere. We want this story to go viral. We want all the attention that we can get for Kimberly. Kimberly was brutally murdered, broken ribs, split forehead, damaged the side of her head, subdural hanging in the back of the head. And this family has been through the shit, you know, from being told she wasn't touched to being told that it's a homicide back to many, many years later being told that it's being ruled as an accident. Again, even by the cold case squad, the family had brought on and got the sheriff and the investigators to agree with. They had Zoom calls with them, et cetera. And then you heard the phone calls with the sheriff saying that he didn't know who they were and why these people calling me. Um, you heard the phone call with the detective saying that it's an accident, could have been due to her drinking. Well, guess what? There was no alcohol in her in her blood system, according to the toxicology report. I, I'm let me digress. I'm still I'm with Catherine Simpson and Miss Frida Mick. Catherine is Kimberly's daughter, and Miss Frida is Kimberly's sister. Um. So y'all correct me if I'm I'm kind of summarize, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong. The So then he's like, oh, well, it could have been our medication or or it could have been narcotics or whatever. Medication, alcohol.
3: Oh, and her, he kept talking about a a medical condition that doesn't exist. Right, right.
2: And so he's saying everything except for that it's a homicide. Right. Right. And uh, after how many years? 13, 13, 14? 13.
4: August will be 14
2: years. Right. So... You heard it here, people, on Real Life, Real Crime, and yes, it's been a long series, and but you know what? It's important, and I am sorry for those of you who have given me shit in the past about doing these series, like Mary shows and Miss Barbara Blunt's and Courtney Coco's and you signed on to hear old cop stories. Well, you know what? I could tell those all day long. It's the first of our new podcast that's going to be coming out, hashtag justice Four. Um, and just this one's Kimberly Womack. So, and, but in the future, you'll have it separated. And it, y'all, I know you signed on to hear old cop stories, but these cases are important to me. And these cases are important to these families. And that's why we'll be starting the new hashtag justice Four. separate. And you are getting this one, you're stuck with it because I believed in it. I didn't want to wait on it any longer next week. I'll bring you back to an old cop story. Okay. But for today, I just want to kind of summarize up the, the investigation and what has and hasn't happened. Let's just touch on some things. Yeah, and y'all have heard the phone call with the detective. Um, I'm just going to ask y'all some questions, okay? Sure. So we talked about in one of the episodes about the fingernails. District attorney, now district attorney, then eight assistant district attorney Tony Clayton in the meeting with Ricky Reward, who used to be the the uh, DA says that fingernail clippings can't be used for whatever reason. Okay, whatever. They fight you for the case file. You had to take them to court, and you win it. Or basically, they give it over right ahead of time, and then you find out that it's, things are missing from this file. Um, Do you know if a rape kit was ever done on your mama?
3: I haven't it with my eyes, but back in 2008, they told me a rape kit was completed and was inconclusive. When
2: you read this big, long file Tony Clayton gave you, that's on a disc. Is there anywhere in there no. that said the sexual assault kit was done, and it's not in the autopsy report?
3: No, it's not in the autopsy okay. report. Not in right.
2: the file. Y'all, I'm going I'm to get with Catherine, and you may have already gotten it by now because I'm going to figure it out. What we're going to release. She has all these documents and the family has all these documents, Miss, Miss Frida. Um, but you know, I don't like to really sensationalize anything and stuff like that, but we have crime scene photos mm-hmm. now, but, but we have accident photos and crime scene photos and an accident photos. If you go back and forth recording what they've said over the years, right? Uh, I'm going to release, I'm definitely going to put it up for uh, Patreon and Convict because they signed an agreement not to share anything else. But, you know, some of that stuff is just sensitive. Your mama was found nude, right? Right. And um, did they ever determine how long she'd been down for?
3: So there was some um, uncertainty about that. They said they couldn't quite nail down her time of death, that it could have been anywhere between Tuesday night and Friday morning. And the reason I believe that to be true, with my limited medical knowledge, is because she was right in front of a AC window unit that was on high. So
2: right, one of those different things. The body goes through different stages of um, the rigor mortis and stuff like that. And goes in, goes out, goes in, and then if they can't, if they, and this is gonna be hard for you to hear, but if they don't get any insect larva off of her. I mean, they can tell by insects how long she's been down to the T. They studied at the body farm at, at UT. They can tell by the, it's hard to hear, but maggots, they can tell you how many life cycles the maggots have been in. They can tell you, like pinpoint to the hour. But if you have an extenuating circumstance like an AC unit blowing cold on her, but but if that's a bedroom she never eats, I'm just coming out of my head, why is the AC unit? Uh, I just popped in my head. I get I get evidence, <clears throat> And the. Did you know. And, and I, I haven't read that far in the files. It, OK, so if I'm working a crime scene, anything I take out of the crime scene, I'm going to write it down. All right. So uh, uh, and it's going to be submitted. If I said she was on the bed. The bed had no sheets on them when y'all got there. Crime scene photos, do they show any sheets or bedding?
3: Yes. Uh, one crime scene photo shows some some bedding pushed to the side, but then the rest of them show it just with no bedding at all. Someone must have taken that bedding.
2: Okay, but it's not listed.
3: No, in, there's no list.
2: In the report that it's taken. No,
3: that was the very first thing I asked for uh, back in the end of 2019 the very first thing I did was go directly to PCPSO and ask for a list of items taken from the home.
2: That's Point Capet Parish Sheriff's Office,
3: right.
2: And And what did they give you?
3: They told me I could take a walk.
2: Uh, all right. So in the end, though, you had to sue right. to get the case file. To the best of your recollection, at this time in the case file, is it included that bedding was taken from that room?
3: No. There's no list of anything that was taken from the home.
2: About the cell phones,
3: the cell phones. I am only missing one, uh, one cell phone records.
2: Wait, 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 wait! I didn't make myself clear. Tony Clayton told you in the meeting in court, and what you said, mm-hmm. and it's witnessed by your attorneys. Right. That did you know a deputy would turn out to be your uncle? Mm-hmm. Not real Uncle Y'all, if you tune in the late <laughs> no Livingston Parish special stuff that uh that's a southern friend affection term we give to our closest friends. Um but he tells you the deputy's cell phone, the detective's cell phone was found inside the crime scene. Correct. Did you know he says, Do you know that was da 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 da? Is that on the list?
3: No. It's not on the list, but it is in the pictures. And what's interesting and good is that on the cell phones themselves that are on the floor, the, f- the phone number belonging to that cell phone is um, taped onto the phone. So you can identify which phone goes to which number, and um, the number on one of the phones is his.
2: Okay. Back to, to my point. Anything taken from a crime scene? especially as evidence, and Tony Clayton told you in front of your attorneys that this phone was taken, mm-hmm. it should be listed in the file. Yeah. And it's not to your recollection.
3: There's no list whatsoever. I looked... that do It was think, the first
2: thing I looked for. You, okay, well, you know what? That's an, that's an issue. The, uh. There's no less of anything being taken right. from the house. No. Now earlier you, you said that you know there are some things missing from the case file that Tony Clayton turned over to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be that this is one of the things that are
4: missing.
3: Yes, and the cold case team told me that they had requested the polygraph results on two suspects who failed polygraphs. That they had requested that from Sergeant Lambert and Sheriff Thibodeau. They wanted to. They wanted the polygraph test itself, I assume. Mm, Report, at least. Right. They're not going to
2: get the test. in The state of Louisiana, an examiner does not have to turn over his physical charts, and the reason for that is, uh, people ask me all the time, review this chart. I'm like, nope, I'm not reviewing it because I don't know what the circumstances were and everything else, right? But Mm -hmm. so but they're, they're not theirs. Which, whatever right. they requested, wh- what was the response?
3: Um, they said that they have been getting the runaround, and they're not really getting phone calls back. And they offered to have the FBI lab in Quantico test all of the evidence in my mom's case that had been collected. And they were told no. The cold case, Sheriff Thibodeau said no. The FBI cannot test this evidence.
2: Well, according to you, according to what's in the case file that Tony Clayton gave you, they didn't collect any evidence. Right. But according to Tony Clayton, according to you, what was said in front of your attorneys, he's the one that said, did you know? Mm-hmm. There, Say it again for me. He
3: said, um, we don't have a problem prosecuting a police officer. In fact, did you know we found his phone on the floor next to your mother's body? And I tried to keep a poker face, but obviously I couldn't because he said, see, you didn't know. No, I didn't know. I'm shocked he said that.
2: I'm shocked that they took evidence. Well, it's 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 either one of two things: they took evidence and didn't and never put it in the case file, or you didn't get the whole case file. I didn't get the whole case file. Yeah, I mean, wow. Y'all hear that? That's the sound of Shopify making me money. I love it. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online, and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success shopify is more than a store connect with your customers drive sales and manage your day-to-day shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods shopify has thousands of integrations and in third part. shout out to Astropro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples my allergies are throwing my whole morning off do i sound different to you Party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots to and beyond. Discover endless possibilities. Shopify is tirelessly reinventing tools of growth for millions of businesses, helping them succeed every day. Shopify believes in liberating commerce for all because entrepreneurship has the power to drive communities forward and commerce can be a force for good. Y'all, when I started Real Life for Crime, it was a total mess right I'm trying to sell our merch and the different things online we had to advertise it all and do everything and take the money and the payments and the returns and the ship it's just too much for any startup to handle shopify does all that for you and they do the stuff we really didn't know about like the accounting and everything else just give them a chance if you're a startup you're a new business you got to use shopify it takes all the guesswork and the hard stuff out of it. Go to shopify.com slash R-L-R-C. All lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash R-L-R-C right now. Shopify.com slash R-L-R-C. Okay. Um, And then after time, after this article, um, the news channel out of Lafayette picks it up, Mm -hmm. and that's after that that you get now back from the sheriff and the detective that it's an accident. Wow. The uh, yeah, we hadn't even touched, and I don't even know if I'm going to. Uh, suspects in the case. But of yeah. course if it hey, no. if they can get away with saying it's an accident, although she had broken ribs she, and all the other injuries. And you are talking about bruises, bruises. polka dotted bruises and everything else. And that's documented. I mean it's mm-hmm. a fact, right? Absolutely. Uh, um I could not get that to open. The the, the bruises, the did they appear fresh? Yes. Or no like okay, so if I punch you on the arm it's going to turn one color today, and it's going to get darker and darker darker. Then it's going to get lighter and lighter and get almost that legal pad color mm-hmm. as it fades in. At what stage do you think the bruises were?
3: They were blue. Blue. Oh. Lots of little blue dots. And I could tell the difference between that and la- the lividity.
2: Yeah. So blue dots, and I'm just going out of my head and just asking questions. The, a lot of times the blue dots could be from fingers. Mm-hmm. All right? I mean, you could say they ran into... Same corner of a table twenty times. I rolled her body around and got her whatever. But the uh you're telling me she had little blue dots, bruising everywhere. About approximate what size? Uh,
3: probably about like those smaller ones.
2: So, so you're doing about a size for the listeners can't see you, or, or watch this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, about
3: two inches. About a half
2: half dollar size, something like that.
3: And then she would have she had them kind of sprinkled on her legs and arms. On her elbows, they were cuts that I, I can't tell what made, what instrument caused it, but they're red lines on her elbows, on her knees, and on the back of her ankle, and on her back, there's strike marks that are very confusing. I can't figure out what they are, but they're injuries.
2: Yeah, and are are they listed in the autopsy report? They are. And they should, and for anybody that doesn't know, usually the autopsy, and I haven't, because I couldn't open it, the autopsy will show... Uh, they'll have at least one page in there that'll show a human body with his arms like yes. down like this and uh, no hair or whatever, and they they will physically draw in any mm-hmm. marks on on top of taking photographs naturally. But they'll draw it in and say this is whatever contusion, and they measure it, and mm-hmm. they'll take actually take pictures of the, the of bruises, and they can tell you exactly how long it is and stuff like that. The marks on the back, they. they I mean, you only get one shot at that evidence, so they take photographs of it, they measure and stuff like that. So at least that was done in the autopsy. Yes. Um, but what did they ever try to explain those away?
3: They
4: asked if she bruised easily.
3: But they didn't tell us. They
4: didn't tell us she was covered in bruises. They yeah. just asked if she bruised easily. And
3: they latched on to that because mm-hmm. Sergeant Lambert said all, all throughout my phone call with him, he talks about her medical condition of bruising le- easily or free bleeding, and there is no mm-hmm. medical condition. She's never been diagnosed with no anything. She got nosebleeds sometimes. So do I. Right. You know, I don't get woozy enough to fall down and kill myself. Yeah.
2: So the and if you needed to you can go back and prove this through her doctor's records right. I mean she never yeah. saw me medical attention i mean <clears> you know, the history me. do you have uh, do you have a problem miss Frieda, with easily bruising no nobody like in
4: our family knows. Right. No. so
2: the, that could be disproven that way since the cold case team started working with them and you're on the zoom calls and stuff like that without saying names Obviously, I mean, it's the Tony Clayton, the ADA, tells you the detective's phone is found in the crime scene, which I can't—they went back and forth so many times they have me confused now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time, they were telling you it was or wasn't a crime scene. I don't even remember. But the—did um, did they say anything at any point in time in the recent years— about suspects or motive or anything, right?
3: No. Maybe it was touched on briefly when Tony Clayton called me in 2020 at the beginning of 2020, wanting to know what I wanted. So we scheduled the meeting on that phone call during that phone call. I expressed to him that I had my own suspect and I was pretty convinced only I've realized now, I've learned through talking to other victims, um, like we talked about briefly during the break, I've realized by talking to other victims that the best way to sound like I'm crazy or a conspiracy theorist is to express those ideas and opinions and say, I think it was this person or I think it was that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get and get tunnel vision right? and, 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 and it changes. Yeah, I want to ride it, yeah.
3: So I, I have since changed my my thought process since I insisted, I thought I knew who did it on the phone with him, I I realize now, I don't know. I have no idea. It could have been so many things, but that is the only time it's ever been touched on who the suspect may be or anything similar. I
2: mean, you know, him saying, we don't have a problem arresting a deputy or a law enforcement officer. Did you know his phone was found inside the crime scene or whatever accident scene, whatever they were calling it at that time? Because at that time, it
3: was a death, it was a homicide. Okay.
2: So, um, I mean, naturally, you would start with that. And you said her her light bill was in his name and all that. Um, and he's still a cop to this day, right? To this and day. listen, mm-hmm. y'all, I have no direct knowledge. I am simply thinking out loud from the things that y'all have told me today. I'm not saying this guy did it. I don't know who the right. hell did it. We the, don't either. Uh, But I I can tell you one thing The going back and forth Autopsy This is my personal opinion No direct knowledge Accident Murder Accident You got the Mm -hmm. other professionals Still saying murder I mean come on man What's up with all this Yeah, Why I don't know
4: it's obvious. It's not an accident, right? Well, broken ribs. Nobody could do. And, and, that to hey, let me tell you
2: some. The you can't break. I you certainly. Old people can like. I hate to say that. Certainly older people, um, like my father's in his eighties or whatever. Right? Maybe he could fall and, and break his own ribs. But I, I want to know who in the fuck in the world thinks that you can run. I don't care if you were high or whatever, and and, and you're in a trailer. I don't know how big this trailer was. That it, it, how hard would you have to run? Then you have to throw your arms up in the air and, and strike your ribs on something right. to break them. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Mm-hmm. How many ribs did you say? Uh, uh,
3: ribs on the right side, two on the left, and the lung on this side. Oh, was that's punctured right. By that's right.
2: Okay, what do you I forgot mm-hmm. the lungs punctured. Mm-hmm. So ribs broken on both sides. Yes. Lungs punctured,
3: mm-hmm.
2: bruises all over the body, mm-hmm. different sizes. Struck what you said appear to they, be strike marks yes. on the back, split in the forehead, damage to the left subdural hematoma in the back. and autopsy report say what it was. It killed or subdural, Sub- hematoma? Subdural, subdural hematoma. Subdural hematoma, and that's that's yeah, that from blunt force trauma. Mm-hmm. Right. Blunt force trauma. trauma. Right. Blunt force trauma. I mean, you'd have to be a bad SOB to get you a baseball bat. And, 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 beat, and, yourself and beat yourself up your, like that. And break all your own ribs. I'm going to tell you, I've had my ribs broken. It hurts. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. that's, I mean, and, and I'm not making light of it because you know what? This happened to your mama right. and to your sister. Yeah. She was murdered.
3: And Grimly. When- when Bob Saget died from a subdural hematoma. I saw that, yeah. Oh, right. it really, I, I so, thought, yeah. exactly what they told me happened to my mom happened to him. And it really messed with me a little bit. And yep. then I realized, well, he didn't if have broken, broken ribs, ribs and on both lung sides. Lung
2: and, and, and punctured lung and, and bruises all over and the right, splits you know? and everything else. <clears throat> hey, look, I'm not saying people don't... Uh, Fall and and get that and die. I know sure, I've man. worked those cases. Yeah, I get that. And there there were some of them. and I was like, holy shit! I hope I mean I am mean, not. I hope this isn't a homicide. And it right. proved out that it wasn't right. Uh, but chair overturn, plan overturn.
4: Yeah, the chocolate oh, syrup in the floor, ice cream sitting in the refrigerator
3: instead of freezer,
2: chocolate syrup <laughs> that she slipped in, but there's no there's marks, no in, marks it.
4: in. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. And wait till you um see the the photos the way she was placed on the bed it seems pretty obvious to me that she didn't get onto that bed herself there's there's blood swipes on the corner of the mattress you don't And, see and
2: it. there's no DNA None. samples that were taken None. from any of the blood did y'all get DNA samples at some point tell me They about swabbed
4: that. my sister and I and I'll guarantee you those swabs went straight can
2: I ask you why I can. can I ask you it, for sure. let, no, let, let's say, let's say they didn't go in the garbage can. Why they ask you? What they say? I'm Miss Fried, I want to swab you. Why?
4: My sister and I were sitting there talking to him. This is um when we have gotten the the uh, coroner's report and everything, and we know it's a homicide. So now they're investigating.
2: But didn't you tell me you had never been inside this residence? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm then why the hell they they want to swab you.
4: They swabbed my sister and I both, and my sister lived in New York at the time.
3: And they didn't swab me. So
4: <laughs> I, I felt like it was a, here, let's look like we're doing something. Right. In Boys. the case
2: file, Are there is there a list of swabs that have no. been sent to the crime lab to be tested? No. So not of the no. boyfriend whose cell phones are in the thing? There's no rape kit. Of course, now... It might they may not have given you the full case right file, up. even right though up. you sued them for it. And they told the judge, they stood up in open court and said, did, I mean, I'm yes, assuming, yes. did he say and he I gave got, you the case file?
3: I got a court order for all files related to the case. Right. So I was told, you know, I can go up to the DA's office with that court order any day and demand the remaining remaining files, but I'm not going to
2: do that. Before, but when you comes to court that day and you sued, rightfully so, and you said it all got dismissed because the judge said, it's been satisfied. So did who? Did somebody get up and say, "Your Honor, we've satisfied it. We've given them the disc, All this can be dismissed. And we give them the case file."
4: Tony Clayton. Tony made. Oh, he made a big scene. Oh, that's, you should have seen it. Such a scene. Tell me about this. Oh, she <laughs> wasted everybody's time here. She subpoenaed this poor Dr. Keller up there. Was it Dr. Keller? Kel- yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he kept saying it was. Oh, so it improper. was just so, and there was and, no. And Dr. Need
2: Keller this. is the original one who Dr. said that he yeah. was strong-armed, yes. and this is yeah. witnessed by and willing to be testified by the assistant.
3: Yes, coroner. Um, that yeah,
2: that he was there when that happened.
3: Yes. Yeah um tony got up in front of judge oh, Baptiste yeah. and said this is so improper uh i've already given her the file she's here for you know made it, he didn't say political reasons but that was the implication i sat i finally began to count the logical fallacies <laughs> as i sat there um and my 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 attorney is a gentle sweet man and he he got up and he just said judge batiste um tony mr clayton is just wrong and so, um that was that was the extent of my defense and and Judge Batiste said, "Okay, well, then this is just done
2: but so he stood up in open court and said that
3: he'd given you the
2: entire case yes, file absolutely so if if there's nothing missing from the case file, That's then a somebody lot. did some somebody did some really shitty police work.
3: Tony Clayton also told Judge Batiste that he had never denied me the files, which is an outright lie.
2: Well, your attorney's witness in front of Ricky Correct. Ward and everybody else, right? Right.
3: Yes. So for me to go in and lie to a judge, I'd go to jail. But we have a district attorney who's going into court lying way, to a judge.
2: So he told the judge that. So that's you can go pull those court minutes.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the ensuing affidavits. Uh, The two police, the two point capi detectives in the meeting signed affidavits saying that
1: everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done. Which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger dot or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Tony never denied me the files in those meetings.
2: Then what was the purpose of you get hiring attorneys to go in for the meeting? Because I, I mean, you tried to get according to you what you told me earlier. Mm-hmm. You tried to get the case file, and he said,
3: "No, fight so me court. up to the Supreme Court.
2: Fight me to the Supreme Court. You hire attorneys. Mm-hmm. You go in." And I always say everybody has to answer somebody. And Tony at that time, Tony Clayton, had answered Ricky Ward, who was the district attorney. So you get the meeting with him, and you go in, and he flatly refused. Flat out refused. But, but yet, you know, you're telling me that you know there are affidavits. The detective said that he never
3: refused. Yes, I've got them on my phone.
2: Oh, so you got them.
3: I have them, yes. Well,
2: there you go. There you go. The, um,
3: Signed by Lester Jarrow and Stacy Debbie. De- I never can't say the what, last name, right? What
2: is the last thing you've heard from the district attorney's office? And now he is the district attorney.
3: Correct. Um, the last thing I heard in that was in that meeting. Or no, actually, it was at the court date, the date of court when we went and Judge Batiste dismissed everything. I saw him outside of the courthouse. Um and. I may have exchanged one exchanged one or two sentences with him, and then that's it. I haven't spoken to him since then. I told him his day was coming.
2: Okay. You told the judge that?
3: No, I told Tony. I'm Tony sorry,
2: Tony. Oh, <laughs> shit, I was like, uh, <laughs> and okay, well, I mean, hey, that's what you said, and then say it because, you know, if it comes back on this and this all goes where I assume it's going to go, I mean, you know, so – you were saying you're leaving the courthouse and you see him.
3: I so saw him outside the doors of the court when I was walking down the hallway and I started to run. And I remember my attorney, what did he say? My attorney said, Someone stop her. Uh huh. <laughs> and I well, it's, heard.
2: It's safe to say you had a case of the red ass. We couldn't get her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: I heard Frida scream, or not scream, but I heard This
2: a call. is after.
3: The case was dismissed. After, and I was yeah. furious. I wanted oh, right. the full file, and I wanted attorney's fees and restitution. Right, right. Um, so I, I was mad. Yeah. I was mad. And I saw him outside the, the doors, and I started to run. And I went out the door, and I kind of got up right by him. And I said, "Um, your day is coming. I will watch you lose. And I'm not going to stop until it happens.
2: Yeah. And what did he say?
3: I didn't give him a chance to say much. I blew off right after that. And I, I don't know that he even understood me. I was in such a state. I was, yeah, I was kind of in a bubble of anger.
2: Yeah. I All mean, right. well, I mean, you know, 13 years at the time or 12, however long it was, you've been obviously given the run around and there's a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. It either it wasn't worked correctly. Um, The best case scenario is malfeasance Mm -hmm. in office to the point where nobody worked it as a homicide. Nobody collected anything, et cetera. Uh, That's the best case scenario. Mm -hmm. The worst case scenario is naturally that somebody's covering for somebody. And Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I am, I am not a conspiracy. (laughs)
3: <laughs> <Sure is>
2: <laughs> uh, um I'm, I'm not that guy and I believe I, I truly do believe in our system I know it's mm-hmm. messed up mm-hmm. but I also know it's the best in the world but unfortunately and lifers y'all have heard it on my podcast unfortunately there are good and bad in every profession mm-hmm. and oh my gosh you know, and I catch so much shit and you know, how can you Go against the cops, whatever. I'm like, I'm not going against the cops. I'm going against an asshole that didn't do their job. You know, and, uh, uh, and they should have done their job. And, and these families wouldn't be suffering. And they never would have contacted me.
3: in so much pain. Right. And I've found lately, I, I've come to understand that many officers, many detectives or chiefs, they can be used for corrupt purposes without knowing they are being used. They trust the authorities over them, just like we do. Well, they,
2: you know what? Uh, look, look, let me flip that back. Let me flip that script. They A lot of them, I don't even know if you can uh, classify it as being used. A lot of them place their trust mm-hmm. their, right. in the people that are underneath them to do their job correctly. They don't have time to micromanage it. Look, when I started out and I made these big cases, right? I'm mean, a young rookie detective. might make this big bust and shit. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to hear some from the sheriff or whoever. You didn't ever hear a peep about <laughs> it. <I'm> like, <laughs> you did your job. And, I asked, I know, and it's funny, because I asked one of the older, text one, I said, hey, you know, it's like, I didn't hear anything about that. He said, they don't have time to give so you get an get attaboy. The they expect that it. from you. I'm like, well, you know what? I got justice for them then. That's yes. good. So the, we're not saying everybody's bad. No. Uh, but what we're saying is, and I understand your anger towards the, um, now district attorney. I get that. The, the, um, I don't get if everything you're telling me is the truth, and, and I assume that it is. I don't get that, you know, the pushback, and you fight me to the Supreme Court, and da 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 I don't get, you know, the alleged conversation of Church Hills of what does she want, to, how much she want to make it go away. I don't get all that, all right? Uh, I'm not sitting in judgment on those people, but I'm going to tell you something, when I get done today, I'm going to listen to everything again. I'm going through those autopsy photographs. I'm gonna figure out what we can release, what we can't. I'm going to go through these affidavits. I'm working some bitch like it was my case. And then I'm going to do one final episode. Y'all won't be here for it. And I'll summarize it in my own words, my own opinion. And then I'm going to tell the world, what I would do if it was me, okay? And then I might I might give out some phone numbers
1: and
2: <laughs> and everything else to tell the world to make their own conclusion and It's the, been so the,
3: long trying to get someone to care. You know,
2: I said it, I don't know. I, I said I wasn't going to do these anymore, but after Mary's case, uh, it's just so important to me. It
3: is. It's so important because yeah. there's, there's so a, many people. There's
4: just nobody out there. No one that will listen.
2: Well, the, the, there's always. Three sides. Oh, every yeah. Story. Yeah. There's, there's, and the truth somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. right? But the, <clears throat> I'm telling you that I'm going to look at it. And this is, I think we're like five episodes in now, or something like that. Maybe six. I don't know. But it, that I'm going to do the last one. And God knows if, if any of this will ever get to air, because who knows what the powers would be, if they really are threatened. I'm not saying that they are, but if they really are threatened, what try they're going to gonna shut- try to do to shut this down but this is America. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have the freedom of speech. Right. And if I haven't said anything that's liable or slanderous against anyone, right. I'm only repeating what you're telling me, mm-hmm. right? It's, it it's appears to me that you have, uh, and the lifers have heard a lot of it, voice recordings and you know, copies of affidavits and everything else that backs up everything that you've said today. But It is what it is. And Kimberly Wilmack, your sister, Miss Frida, Catherine, it's your mama. Mm -hmm. She didn't deserve to die. How old was she again? 47. 47 years
3: old. There is so much that.
2: That I'm five years older than that now. And. She was 47 years of really in the prime of her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 40s, my 40s was some of the best years I ever had.
3: She had her <laughs> first and, grandchild. Oh, my, my god! My son just, had just just learning to
2: live life on a whole new different level of, of enjoyment, right? Yes. And in the She was brutally murdered now let me let me let me go back for a second and on the old cop thinking, okay, they could say accent whatever. all right, the um all tops report. The very first episode I read it to you says homicide. Still being worked as homicide people, not an accident. Um, and this can be hard for y'all to hear, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to play it in my mind. I'm Kimberly. I'm home. Obviously not alone. Whether my clothes are off before or afterwards. My chair gets knocked over. Plant gets knocked over. There's spilt syrup on the floor with no feet printed. There's some blood drops that start in the kitchen. There's a pool of blood down the hallway. Bathroom door's off the hinges. I'm Kimberly. My ribs get broken on two sides. My lung is punctured. I have bruising all over me. I have marks all over me. My forehead gets split open. left side of my skull is damaged. And I have a huge subdural hematoma or bruise in the back of my head. Which ultimately causes my death. Not that the other one's punctured lung and everything wouldn't have caused it, but evidently the brain bleed, which is what the subdural hematoma is, killed me first. But to be left in a bedroom, which I never use, the air conditioner is turned on full blast. I'm left naked, murdered possibly for days and days until somebody goes and checks on me. No one deserves to die, I'm sorry, to be murdered, much less murdered like that in your own home and left nude and brutally murdered. That's why people are doing this Hashtag justice for Kimberly Womack. Share it everywhere. Share it everywhere. Because next week, I'm going to tell do my story. I'm going to have everything, and I'm going to do my story by myself. And I'm going to tell you how the cow ate the cabbage. And, y'all, I know that was hard for you here, but I just wanted I mean, this is real. This is real life, real crime. This is not people. I mean, shit. The the the. It's easy to sit here and and hear from the beginning how Kimberly's life was and everything else, and talk about this case and what hasn't hasn't been done and the struggles I've been through. But at the end of the day, what it boils down to is this brutal murder of a human being, and not only she's a human being, she was loved by her family friends, hard worker.
3: And she would just never have hurt a soul. She and, never even spanked me. And I, I
2: just, I don't want people, true crime genre is the number one in the world, and I get that, but sometimes I think that's to a detriment because people lose sight that each one of these victims you hear about, I don't lose sight of it because I've seen it. I've seen it. I've had to sit with the family. I had to tell the family members that what happened and stuff. I had to work these cases and sit across tables from these fucking monsters and get confessions out of them, et cetera. I know it. I can still see every one of them in my mind with a photographic memory, every single one of them. And I think that I know that people become desensitized. And that's why I try to put the human face on these victims. That's why I try to get the justice for these victims. And Damn it. I want justice. Hashtag justice for Kimberly Womack. And thank y'all so much for your time and everything. Thank you for fighting the battle for your mama, for your sister. And I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what? Y'all, I'm not even saying all my usual podcaster shit. I'm just leaving it at that. I'm Woody Overton, you host the Real Life, Real Crime the podcast. Until next time, or ever, don't let me catch you down on murder by you. Peace. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used to get you in a court of law. You got a right to an attorney prior to or during any question. If you can't afford one, the court appoints one for you. Do you understand your rights?